Is that you? Yeah, Mom. He tossed his truck keys onto the table by the front door and ran a hand over the back of his neck. He felt antsy and strange, like he was waiting for something to happen, but he didn't know what. Did you have a good day at the market? She called again, most likely from the kitchen. It seemed she spent a lot of time these days looking out the back window over the small table just off from the breakfast nook. She said she liked to watch the animals play and walk about in the bright winter sun, but he had a feeling it was more than that. From her favorite perch, she could see half the ranch and the road that ran in front of it. Was she expecting someone to come? He shook his head as she rolled her wheelchair into the living room. She caught sight of him, and he stopped. What? she asked. Nothing. He bent to kiss her cheek. He never went a day without showing his affection. She was everything to him, all he had left in this world. Sort of. Michael called, she said. He wanted to remind you about the volleyball game tonight. He was going to get no peace in the matter. Like it or not, he had to go. Well, that wasn't exactly right. It wasn't that he didn't like it. There was so much that needed to be done at the ranch that he hated taking time out for games. "'Are you going?' Mom asked. It was as if she knew his thoughts. Ever since his dad had left, his mother had been a little more wrapped up in herself. It was understandable, really, but that didn't mean Ezra had to like it. But when it came to him, she seemed to have a sixth sense, some sort of direct line to his thoughts and emotions. She didn't always use it but he knew it was there. Of course. What else could he say? Mom smiled. Good. You don't go out enough. He might not get out enough, but she didn't get out at all. Where was the justice in that? Saturday morning dawned much like Friday had, bright and sunny and chilly. Such was to be expected of January in Oklahoma. Ezra started out to the barn for his morning chores, not at all surprised when he saw his cousin pull into the drive. Good morning. He waved to Logan, who pulled his older model Ford F-150 onto the side yard and cut the engine. Hey, he called in return. What brings you out on this fine Saturday morning? He asked the question, but he knew. It was sort of a game they played. Every three or four days, Logan would come out to the ranch and offer his help. Ezra would insist that he didn't need it and would send Logan on his way. I thought I might come by this morning and give you a hand. Logan shut his truck door and pulled a pair of work gloves from his back pocket. This was a new part of their dance. Ezra had never known him to bring gloves. No need. I've got it all under control. Uh Uh-uh. That's what I thought you'd say but instead of getting back into his truck, Logan continued toward the barn. Ezra hustled to catch up. You aren't staying. There's no need. That's exactly what I thought you would say. Then I'll see you later. Help was the last thing he wanted. He had everything under control. He didn't need outside assistance. He didn't want it. Like a calf trailing behind its mother, Ezra followed his cousin into the barn. See, he said, once their eyes had adjusted to the dim interior. The barn was immaculate, 
exactly the way he always kept it. He worked hard and diligently to keep up his ranch. He was proud of the work he did. And he did it alone. Always. It's perfect. Which only means one thing. That it's time for you to go home? That you need a girlfriend. Ezra propped his hands on his hips. Says who? Logan hooked a thumb toward his chest. Says me. And why is that? Unable to take much more of the banter, Ezra snagged a shovel off the wall and started toward one of the stalls. Just being a good cousin, Logan said. Ezra wasn't buying it. Why are you really here? I want to help you so you can have more free time. I've got plenty of free time. Last night, volleyball had been fun, if not frivolous, but he had taken a spill.